Mr. Binali, how are you doing today? I am doing all right. I have not a lot of work to do. I have an exam to prepare for next week. And that's what I've been busy with mostly. And that's kind of it. How about you, Enes? How are you doing today? I'm doing also just fine. That, like, as may some of you know, that I have quit my job. So I have lots of free time and I'm using that time to come to my hometown, Ankara. To also, like, maybe this is the one of the first episode that we all, like, four of our five podcast hosts in the same city recording the episode, I guess. And I think mm-hmm. it's so nice. I hope I see you soon. <laughs> so, Even though we are okay. technically at the same city, we are very dis- distant places. <laughs> Definitely. And other than that, I'm just doing okay. That's great. And Izal, how about you? I'm also fine, thank you. I'm I'm also back in Ankara, as Enes mentioned. And yeah, that, that's all for me. And finally, Elif, how about you? What's up with you? I'm okay. Um, the weathers are getting a little bit better. It's gray, but when I look out the window, I still see the gray sky. But at least the days are getting longer. I'm just waiting for the summer. How about you, John Dennis? Hey, uh, thank you, Elif. <laughs> and I am having a Good day too. Like my weather is also very grey. Like when I look at out the window, grey with air pollution and also rain clouds. Maybe not probably pollution. <laughs> But otherwise, it's a great day. Uh, it's a great day for recording. So um, we are our loyal audience will know that this isn't the type of entry we usually do. But I thought maybe we can try something a bit different today, and we we can actually start with talking about what we are going to talk about, so that it would be easier to like because Ooh. I tried to read Doctor Zhivago the novel, and he introduces so many things, and he <laughs> never tells why they why he's introducing those things. So <laughs> I thought we can maybe provide a better experience for our listeners. Than a Nobel winning novel. Um, <laughs> so we are gonna we are gonna talk about um, career apps. We I mean in we called it between each other. We call them career apps, but maybe that's not even the best way to describe them for a foreign audience. Delivery, delivery apps. apps. Oh yeah, delivery apps. That's that's another way of describing it. Like the type of apps that would bring you stuff. Yeah, mainly food. I think was the thing we How first started. App doesn't bring people. Bring you. Yeah. So, um, what do what do you think, Zal? What do you think about these apps and their the way they market themselves? First of all, I'm such a uh, early adopter for any kind of app. But yeah, um, for the delivery apps, I was there. Day one because <laughs> I had I ha- I used to hate going shopping I, when I lived at the dorm because like I would have to carry all my groceries walking one kilometer or something. Also on a uh, like a huge hill between I guess. So when first Migros uh, started doing the uh, Sanal market, uh, their uh, virtual market. <laughs> Yeah, they're bigger kind of 
delivery system. They would uh, pick up the things you chose from the online store and they would pack them and they would bring them with a... Um, what was that type of car called? Like the Dobo? car? Van? Trade? I mean, yeah. we, we call no, them trade vehicles, but probably that's not what people tell them in general. Um, like the type with the storage. Mm. Cars with storage. Uh, panel one. Yeah. Uh, you would choose your... It's smaller than panel one, but... Um, Mini panel one then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, like you would choose your things from the online store, and you would pick a time, and they would deliver it at that time. Uh, I started by using that. Then, Glova came. Glova was my love because, um, as we mentioned, it's uh, pretty much all the time. Uh, I, I we will we live in Ankara, and Getir was a thing in Istanbul, mm-hmm. and. Um, All the courier apps started in Istanbul and then comes to Ankara. Yeah. As a second place. Uh, uh, yes, but not Glovo. Glovo came to big cities at the same time. I think they were a Spanish company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They they had this fun uh, UI and they were like, we can, we'll bring anything to you. Even the... Uh, you, you can... Order from the market, or you can order from the food store, uh, food place, yeah. or you can order from the um, gratis. It it had all of it, and you could even do like personal um, courier service, courier things. Yeah, yeah. And like you was... can give your parcel to a person and have them delivered to another place. I think that was the original, like a pure. A delivery or a courier experience you can get from an app, I guess. That was the like essence mm. of it. They weren't selling yes. anything at all. They were selling the service mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. Am I right? And unfortunately, I haven't used Glovo at all. Uh, that's a, there's a very interesting concept. Mm-hmm. What you see is with these delivery apps, like what the type of competition you would expect from digital companies is several companies try to exist in the same field and one of them eventually becomes the winner. But with the delivery apps, you see something totally different. You see that they start from different places mm-hmm. and then they all converge into the same large app. Like with- <laughs> Yeah, uh, with Glovo, uh, they would bring, uh, they would go and pick up at the store, like just regular store. But with Getir, uh, with the, uh, their starting model was uh, they would have these uh, the cars that we talked about, minivans, panel vans, uh, the Doblos. Yes. Which have shelves inside or refri- and refrigerators inside. But it's so interesting that they have a like, moving buffet. And they would just like, uh, just uh, go around the city. You would see the car, the, you would see the purple cars like, ah, oh, this is the Getter thing. Uh, it, it would also work as their advertisement. And I th- I, also, I remember like NS when have... we went to hmm. the design week one year, like the purple was everywhere. Do you remember? Ye- probably, yes. Yeah, and, and at that time, uh, it wasn't in Ankara yet. 
mm-hmm. and uh, when they came to Ankara, when they expanded their business, uh, they changed their shipping model, I would say, and they would mm-hmm. uh, make these um, hubs around the city that uh, motor couriers would go and pick up there and they would come to you. They are based in that uh, depots and they just mm-hmm. deliver mm-hmm. only for you, not mm-hmm. uh, multiple locations. Like they don't uh, deliver multiple people in the same, same time period because they are delivering like 10 or 15 minutes in 10 or 15 minutes. And mm-hmm. it's kind of, they expanded their infrastructure so much during the time. Yes. Especially yes. in pandemic. And, uh, and we They're haven't everywhere. even gotten to the uh, food delivery aspect of those mm-hmm. yet <laughs> and it's and the, f- the business in Tur- delivery in turkey has started with a food delivery i, I think mm-hmm. yeah but before, I- before we get to that i just want to say that uh, <laughs> uh when uh, this uh getir globo um other stuff <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they started to gain attraction, uh, even the um, big market chains started doing this, like uh, Migros Hemen. Uh, I don't remember what was Carrefour's called, but it just like it just died. Even some local uh, supermarkets have started doing so. It is in no yes. way dead, by the way. You can still order from it. No, no. Uh, the Carrefour's uh, quick. Delivery thing. Carrefour's big delivery thing is still going. Hmm, okay. It may it may not it make sense to our uh, foreign listeners, but even Yunus market, even not even all Turkish uh, uh, listeners won't understand. This, yes. But even Yunus market but made some it, delivery service. So. Yeah, but that happened during the pandemic. Like, they had to boom. <laughs> <laughs> um. The um. The Migros cement thing was before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. We used to use Migros delivery for various shopping needs so that we wouldn't have to go out of the house. Mm-hmm. And it was very easy to do that. Like we would you would be very it would be very easy for you to schedule a delivery. But when the pandemic started, suddenly the whole schedule was full and you couldn't order anything because everybody started using it. <laughs> So it's me. It's my time to be old again. <laughs> Do you know the times that we were calling our local uh, bakkals and ask for some cucumbers and carrots? No, I milk? don't actually. Uh, my local bakkal never sold vegetables. That's that's <laughs> not that's not a thing that you would expect from a bakkal. I mean, maybe But, it's. Just, I uh, don't know. It's also some Italian exp- uh, thing as well, I guess. If you are living on a uh, upper floors and you have a small market at the uh, lows on the street you can uh, you just uh, lower your basket with a string and a basket you just drop it to the uh, street level and uh, shout out to the, <laughs> the person working there and asking for breads and milks and stuff and like I did that At my own so, so No, I know, so. I know that. I did that. I didn't. I didn't. That's call, an experience, though. though. You don't call. It you shut out. <laughs> no, you shut out. You put the money in the basket and you lower it. <laughs> and and they first the form product. of uh, receipt <laughs> deliveries. 
Oh yes, so you, you obviously don't have a smartphone, so you use older technologies like shouting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and uh, to just talk about the food site, uh, actually yemek sepeti was really old. Like I did not believe that it was uh, founded in 2000, I think. Um, oh yes, is very old. Because like... did we make an it was it not this in this podcast, podcast episode or yeah we had a previous podcast in Turkish if you're also interested in that we still have all of our uh, episodes on um, all of the platforms not you all of us some of us not, not all of them I, I don't think it, it like, exists not, not all of the episodes are <laughs> yeah uh, we have we haven't uh, edited and published all of the episodes but like all published episodes are still there And uh, while doing uh, research for that podcast, uh, we found out that Yemek Sepeti was really old, like 2000 something. Like and, now, it's maybe uh, 25 years old. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So the Yemek Sepeti, actually, Yemek Sepeti is very similar to light bulb in that regard because you know how Edison actually started from a single district. With mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. street lighting, and then it got on. Yemek Sepeti is similar. Yemek Sepeti started in a district, and then it grew. <laughs> But the, from district to the whole city took like five years or something. It was a really to be fair. To be fair, wasn't mm-hmm. Istanbul? Yes, but I mean, it's a very densely populated city. But the thing is, uh, when Yemek Sepeti started, it was very old, and the concept like it could have failed. It could have very easily been one of those companies that tried something new and failed, even though mm-hmm. it caught on way later. But Yemek Sepeti somehow uh, not only survived, but actually became the type of uh, the company that brings the concept to the broader. So it's a really, it's an incredible story when you think about it. Like the past time, after it mm-hmm. was sold to. A Chinese company, I think it, it really lowered its quality. But when it started, it was a very visionary thing. It to have started. Also, I want to add one thing to the basket. Um, <laughs> in the in the basket. <laughs> uh, um, the thing is, you have similar to regular delivery apps. You have the thing of shouting something and somebody picking it up, bring it to you, and giving you money. But you also have something similar to the van delivery of Gitter. Because you would have the type of salesman that would go around the street selling vegetables, mm. yelling, I have tomatoes and I have eggplants. <laughs> and you can say eggplant salesman, <laughs> give me a kilo of eggplant and he can come get out of his carriage, put the eggplant in the bag and then you can exchange over the, over the baskets. So all of these technologies actually existed 50 years ago, but smartphone was the new thing to be introduced. I mean, not, Thank you, not, Izar. Not <laughs> another wish, Mancha song I love. Not necessarily smartphone, though, because, because, I mean, we keep calling it, like, apps, and, like, that's what they are right now. But Actually, my 90% of my interaction with the MXAPTs was through website i don't use it anymore i haven't used it in uh, years yeah i i i specifically tried to call them products instead of ads uh, for that reason but i may have slipped at some time also you may you, you may you may be surprised to hear me this much on this show like um i am really patient about this 
Evidently, I think how you were before the episode really kicked you up. Yes, so that's... Apparently, you were waiting for that. And let me tell you, Binali, you can rest assured when it is this advanced, you would call it a web app anyway, not a website. Like a website is the type of static thing that would just pro- give you information. If you are interacting web with it, you, you would be calling it a web app. So it's app that works on web infrastructure. So I'm That's right fair. in calling it apps. This is this is the best day of my life. Okay. Still, I, I was, I, I, I wanted to talk about the INS I got distracted. You have Kovada Pilavistu near you. I want to really try that place. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. my god. That, that's, that's enough. That's enough Isaac for a day. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is not even off the rail. This is off the charts. <laughs> that's way too Same. much Isaac. Apparently just... you were right in not featuring Isaac in this amount. <laughs> I really like food. Also, songs <laughs> about food. <laughs> She does. The, her other favorite Polish Mancha song is also about a food item. No, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mr. Binale. Uh, I was just, just gonna say. Go to our tea episode. <laughs> you're missing that song. Oh my god. Is <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be contained? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say though, because like my experience with like delivery apps outside the, like the food ones, like, I used the MX a bit for years because like it was the go-to thing to use. Because uh, most places you could not like so, uh, most places here, maybe that's not true for our foreign audience, but right now it's easy to just. Like Google the place and the phone number pops up in the side, you know, even with the lo- in most local places. But 10 years ago here, that wasn't the case. So if, even if there was a place you liked in your neighborhood, unless you took their like little cart thing to put on your fridge. Magnet. You didn't know their, you didn't know their number. So you would go to MXPT even if you didn't mind calling a place to order. But my experience with delivery apps was kind of contained in that. I didn't use any, like, market delivery until pandemic because during the pandemic, not only pandemic happened, but also in middle of pandemic, we moved into, like, even more middle of nowhere place where there were no markets across us, like, for kilometers. So only way you could buy things without a car was through Gitter. That was like a true American experience for me. That's yeah, one year. <laughs> the place Binali lives is very weird because it, it is uh, zoned like an American suburbia. Like you, <laughs> there isn't a single commercial place for kilometers around, but all the houses have 20 floors. That's that's not the, that's <laughs> yes. not the case anymore. Now I have now I if I look from my window I can see three different IUs beers. Uh, like. But, how- There's so many IUSBs. Also, they also do the delivery thing. Go on. Oh, yes. And uh, in their delivery, they actually sell stuff that they don't sell on their stores. That is so confusing. That's... <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. But the thing is, uh, it's kind of interesting because we also, I don't know if we, t- I, I don't know if, say, if we have said it, 
But in preparation for this episode, we also like watched ads over the years of the services. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, but thanks for bringing it up. And it's one thing that's really interesting that stood out to me because like when you have this product, you, you need to sell it to people. And it's interesting to me how much the selling point of the product has changed because the early ads is very much like, oh my God, this is such like a quaint thing. This is such a like luxurious thing for you to be able to like access to. Like this is something normally unattainable that we are providing to you. And in the newer ads, it's like just, oh, this is just ordinary. This is like, yeah, obviously you're going to order. Obviously it's going to come warm. Like, obviously we're going to be able to do that. Like, this is all too easy for us kind of thing. And that's really interesting to me, especially, I think, uh, and I know a couple of you said that was your favorite, the Bülan Tersoy one, which is a very famous person here in Turkey. Like, the point of that ad is, like, uh, like the people can get, like, if you have that kind of power, you can do whatever you want and you can just call and order food however the way you want without worrying. But since you're an ordinary person, we're going to handle that part for you. You just come to us, <laughs> you know, and we're going to provide this luxury service for you. And that's, that was kind of interesting for me because like looking back at those days, you don't like, we didn't really think of it that way. We just, oh, we are just ordering food, but instead of calling, we're just, putting uh, putting an order on the website. That was interesting to me, which I would also add, most of the time they called you anyway. Mm. If you if you remember those days. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because they weren't able to find your house or th- there was some slight complication <laughs> with the order. Or, or just to confirm it. <laughs> if you remember, if you remember one infamous example, Oh, yes, I, I, I know the one you are referring to. The, the one we collectively called the hen house orders. <laughs> we, we were playing at the end of the session, and there were like eight of us, I think. And we ordered so much food, the place had to call us to make sure we didn't put an extra number on the order. And the best part is when the order actually came, because normally you expect delivery to be done by a like motorcycle but there was so much food the guy had to come with a car <laughs> and called <laughs> us to come take the food because he couldn't carry all of oh, yes. it to the apartment that was a wonderful experience like the game the game wasn't very like obviously when, when food uh, when a car load of food enters the table <laughs> It is difficult to go back to the game. So, so we 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 couldn't play any game that day. Yeah, but food, just, it was great chicken. Like it's, I still remember so many no, so much chicken. No, chicken was good, but then also <laughs> we raided someone on Facebook. Instead yeah, of but that's that's so beside the point. We aren't gonna <laughs> may, maybe a different episode. We can. I'm. We are <laughs> pulling another trick from Fatih Altaylı's book. Maybe we will one day do a memory episode. <laughs> And then we will yes. I think the main point is like that was the experience then. Like the delivery itself was like o- to offer to you as something that just didn't exist. And like, oh my god, look at this incredible thing. 
And now, mm-hmm. obviously, especially after pandemic, it's just, oh, it's just delivery. So what about you, Elif? Elif, what do you think about delivery apps? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Excellent insights. You don't know, any- <laughs> you don't know delivery apps? Yeah, okay. No, like uh, for me, the delivery apps is, I'm, I was also like, is that I tried my hardest to not to use them for a really long time, but I got defeated. That's, that's not Izal at all. Izal always <laughs> tries to use everything the day they come out. No, but in this case, but in this case, and um, yeah, like I kind of missed when I knew my local market and I could call them over the phone and have an actual human connection. Um. But I guess it's not really possible in the big cities that much anymore anyway. So for me, it kind of turned into a little bit of an addiction of um, what's the word? Comfort. And um, yeah, that's... And the prices are usually always higher in the delivery apps too, the items that you're buying or the foods that you're getting. Um So I always had a conflicting emotional relationship with the delivery apps overall, the way they treat their drivers and workers in general, how challenging it is to work in this like fast delivery promise as a human. And that can actually affect your, you know, points or whatever, because most of them introduced this star system as well. For the delivery people, so you can give your points, almost like an Uber uh, or like a I don't know, like Uber Eats. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Uber Eats has it too, but like that element affected to the delivery people too um, through these apps as another feature to implement, and. Um, And as we discussed before, like as the, as the app got more complicated, got a little bit harder for me to navigate myself when I wanted to just try out some new food that I don't want to know, but I don't want to go out to a restaurant. Um, yeah, those are my general thoughts. It's just too expensive, man. Overall, it's just too expensive. <laughs> uh, my... Experience is somewhat unsimilar to Elif. Like I, I wouldn't go out and say I don't like interacting with people. That's sometimes not true. But the important thing is we are very used to living in a world where these services exist. And what I mean is back at the day when these things were new, most food places did not actually uh, put their menus online. And the type of phone conversation you would be having wouldn't be I want this and that, so send it to me. It would be what is what what is on the menu, what is their price. Never says the abi. Yeah, all all kinds of weird interactions and with the Yemek Sabbath, <laughs> even when you call them anyway, you can check the food prices and you can check what's on the thing. I want to say something else about interaction because. <laughs> This is uh-huh. this is the recent anecdote I have. So, to preface, I love turnip juice. I, turnip I buy, juice is great. 
I buy I buy the two liter turnip Fermented juice like turnip yes juice. every week because also like, shalgam oh. isn't yeah uh, binary shalgam juice isn't made from turnip it's a other it's other root vegetable oh. we we generally well, it's just you just call it shalgam oh it's the, I just I just said because uh, it says so in the like bottle but okay yeah, I'm going I'm going on like this. I just uh, I just buy one every week without like air from our, like our local place that opened up, and the last time I went like I think it was like Wednesday, I bought it. I'm like packaging my groceries because it's not the only thing I bought, and the cashier there asked, "Do you actually drink this much turnip juice?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Why the why Don't the hell me. are you like why the hell are you perceiving me?" And why the hell are you retaining this information in your head? So you know what? I actually, <laughs> on a different topic, I would agree with you, but on this topic, with this recent memory, I'm going to disagree with you. I think we can do with less human interaction with this particular You don't want instance. people to judge your <laughs> I know, habits. because it is really weird, too. It is really weird. Like, this, is the, this is the place, like down the street from me that I always shop at. And it's kind of weird to think like, because you don't want to think about it when you're shopping, right? When you're taking groceries or like whatever place you're shopping, you don't want to think that you're being judged for what you buy. <laughs> so the fact that the fact that you get the confirmation of like, oh, like you're being perceived or like you're being judged is like, I don't think she meant any harm by it, but like it is a really weird spot to be put on. And like obviously, the no, apps also do this because when you go to check out, it's like, do you want to buy this again? Do you want to do this again? Hey, we think this might go with your basket. Like that's a like it's it, there's a distance when it's just a app versus it's a little flesh and blood human being who's like, oh, this. But still, the the couriers, the ones who put the order in the uh, bas- uh, the bags, they like they know your name. They know how often you order the, those things still, and yeah. they may think about you, but you don't know. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah you don't. Yeah, but them. you know what's the only the courier? You see their face. Those those delivery couriers do not look at me while checking out and say, "Hey, we have this on sale, and I have to sell this much of it. So can you please buy it?" And you don't feel bad when you say no because you don't need the thing they are selling. And this is a pretty common occurrence. That reminded me of the time where the food delivery person came and said, "Oh, you guys moved." Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a person, and sometimes, like in in our case, we usually order food for the games, mm-hmm. and when there is game, like there are ten. I mean, we. We are less crowded now, I guess, but mm-hmm. still a large number of people ordering food that they tend, these things tend to get memorable. Yeah, yeah, I know. Which and they remember. It's, it's, uh, it's just such a weird thing to just drop on people, though. <laughs> yeah, so the hu- human connection is inevitable. I think it, that's the thing Elif seeks for a uh, market. And <laughs> like, what, like, it creates that nostalgia, maybe. You have that with uh, your <laughs> Elif would have loved living in my neighborhood because everybody wherever <laughs> we go, every shop, even the bazaar mm-hmm. people, 
seems so recall that I went there earlier. Like nice. <laughs> they, they, they seem to recognize me. Yeah, but also you are um, exceptionally uh, memorable. Remember the What's that supposed time? to mean? <laughs> Remember the time? Oh no, like, that that, uh, that woman is crazy. I know what exactly no, no, what no. you are referring to. No, you are talking about the Societe Bazar woman that said when when we came back next year they said oh Ottililer you came back. That also happened, but I'm talking about the time uh, where uh, we went to a concert, but we were hungry, and when y- you entered the concert, you couldn't leave uh, until the end of the concert. So the guy made an exception because you look exceptionally different. <laughs> that that kind of sounds like an insult, but yes, that happens. Uh, <laughs> I think I was wearing the shirt with the birds on, so and long hair. But anyway, delivery apps <laughs> and delivery systems uh, have this interesting place because shopping is very personal, food eating is also very personal, and you are in essence sharing this with uh, the type of people that you don't even know that they are there. But you are in this together. It's a very personal experience that you are doing over the application. So most of the delivery apps try to um, act like. They are your friends when they are doing ads. Like they are this heroic type of people who are trying to always be there for you and help you on their needs. They are really selling that angle on their ads. Have you noticed? Definitely. Like yes, especially oh, during I'm, the pandemic. Yeah, like oh, I ran out of this. It's kind of like uh, in in Turkish context, it would be in the family dynamic when your mom is cooking. And notices an ingredient is missing, and then asks the kid, "Hey, can you go to the corner store and get me that?" And now that kid doesn't have to leave the house and have that "Oh, mom, I don't want to leave" conversation. Now that phone is there, and the mom can open up and quickly and happily click on the button and say, "I need <laughs> yeah. this," and then the guy comes I- in with quick smile. And, you know, right there, ringing the bell so fast. And the kid is still on the phone, uninterrupted. And the mom can continue cooking. This is... Yeah, the... I, I I have to add something to this. I, I have to add something to this. Like, I got so spoiled by delivery apps. Uh, the other day when I was at in my uh, parents' house, they sent me to get bread. And I was... <laughs> I, I I it was so I was so anxious like I, I couldn't buy bread and I I just kept walking <laughs> I, I I can't get get into the store I'll just keep walking I just I couldn't buy the bread. And that's not a <laughs> universal experience. That's most most people aren't like that, but uh, <laughs> most, most people can enter stores and buy breads, but. I, I see where you are coming from, like from home. Yeah, these um, these apps <laughs> are really um, like I, I agree with it. Even though I'm not as intensely emotional about this, I agree with it. They really filled some spots that would have otherwise been filled by people living in your house. Like the parcel delivery thing, I have never used, but I, I imagine if. I needed to take something to my mother who lives across the city now or to Binali who lives across the city forever. 
Um, <laughs> I would need to drive there myself and bring the thing or something like that. But you can outsource that. And this really creates, it's convenient, but also it reduces your dependency on other people while living. Yeah. In a way, it's kind of good. Like when you're an individual household, which is like increasing drastically, people, we talked about this previous episodes as well, multiple times. People don't live together. They like, you know, that much as in the big family households. And um, yeah, like, or when you are a caregiver and you cannot really leave the house or when you don't have the doorman because yes. you live in a different apartment, it's definitely convenient and helpful. Um, especially now this approach started to apply for more medical sectors like um, apotecas, like the, and they really get, it's, it's, I think, especially in those cases when you're sick alone and you need a medicine, but you don't have anyone to bring medicine to you, this kind of like delivery service is really, really helpful. Um, I don't, I guess what I really, like what I really found it um, in general off-putting through the ads um it's just so happy all the time so high almost everybody is on drug i mean food <laughs> is a type of drug but like to the point that oh i ordered the burger now i'm going to eat this burger in front of the delivery <laughs> driver at the door <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's similar experience <laughs> like uh, like shop addiction in a way that yeah. while especially online mar- uh, shopping while you when you buy something and the parcel uh, arrives to your home you get some satisfaction and happiness and mm-hmm. the difference with delivery services is you get that satisfaction instantly. I, I agree with Enes. In fact, I am going to one you up. Most of these delivery service apps uh, have this feature where you can track on map where your thing uh-huh, is. Uh-huh. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> you can immediately uh, hear who is very excited <laughs> about this feature. <laughs> that, I, I, I once again call for you to comment on this feature. Like, um yeah like uh i i tried to mesh it i don't remember if i was able to but like uh with yemek sepeti back then um uh the website uh, they would use the restaurant's own uh delivery person but nowadays mm-hmm. uh with getter and sandyol go you can choose to pay for it pay for their driver to bring the food instead of the restaurant's one. So uh, that, um, as I said, uh, you would have to pay for it, but uh, it's bring, it comes with many uh, good uh, benefits. <laughs> uh, add-ons. <laughs> yeah, benefits. Benefits is the right word. Like you can um, see where, the, uh, where your food is on the map or um, it, it, it comes it comes uh, more uh, it comes quickly because uh, restaurants uh, usually wait for a few uh, orders to pile up so uh, uh, the delivery guy in one of makes the ads. 
The talking Rahmacun. <laughs> oh my god, you did I, not need to remind me I, of that I one. don't remember that one. <sighs> You're lucky. You're lucky. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's uh, the one that says you, you can't pass a whole life with the toast, right? That's the... That's that they are singing. <laughs> Only thing I remember is the talking Lahmacun. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the lahmacun you know, is just basically I, like you've been waiting in the corner even though I'm ready I'm slowly getting cold <laughs> but with the new feature let me tell you um, I like we for the audience's benefit before doing this episode like Pinelli said we watched a large number of apps ads for these apps and the way we did was everybody tried to stockpile the ads on our Uh, one of our chat servers and then after a certain after the time was up we watched them from i mean i watched them from back to back yes me, and I, what I happened was well. i had this insane craving for lahmacun even though there were multiple different types of food features in the apps <laughs> in, in the ads i only came out craving lahmacun after watching all the ads from back to back Because lahmacun is the OG um, ordering. Delivery. Oh, yeah, or, yeah. Um, yeah it, it perfectly encapsulates Turkish food delivery experience, lahmacun. Even when I was little, like, um, we would call the lahmacun place and order. And we would have to go and pick up. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But th- 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 I think it's it all started with lahmacun, you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, for the our audience who doesn't know what lahmacun is, it's a type of you're um, missing. Yeah, oh, like you should definitely not. try. <laughs> e- explain, Elif. Explain what a lahmacun is to a foreign audience. Yeah, it's like a thin dough, and on topping you have uh, minced uh, meat, ground meat, and with different spices and with um, lots of onions. Exactly, and you can also add additional toppings and wrap it and eat it that way. Those toppings usually include more fresh onions, uh, typically red, or you can also garnish it with some um, parsley, lemon, and yeah, it's or or sometimes like like esme, spicy salsa mix. Yeah, it's it's really delicious. Also, it's, it's kind of color friendly if you are on diet. Oh yeah, the calories like are relatively low. Relatively, uh. <laughs> in a good lahmacun, you would have uh, what Turkish people lovingly call ichiye, which is yeah. inside fat, which is the type of fat It's that you fat. would have across the uh, like in a very well fed lamp. You would have this yeah. fat all over the organs of the lamp. That's the type of fat they would use in a good lahmacun. <laughs> so I wouldn't necessarily call it calorie friendly. No, no, but it's so tasty, that fat in a good one. You don't want to waste it. So what you do is you get two lahmacuns and use the second one as your plate almost. So as you wrap your lahmacun and have a bite to it, that fat slowly drips onto the second one. So it's not wasted. <laughs> so this way you can enjoy the juicy fat. <laughs> Dear our vegan listeners, please don't get offended. 
Uh, you can just write your hate comments in our social media accounts. And there are so many different types of love matching you can order depending on the region. (laughs) Sizes and shapes change, like everybody. Unless you're being ridiculous. We don't have any vegan listeners. They would have commented about it by now. And also, oh, yes, like, that's... there are types. <laughs> I agree with Pinalia. If you're a legal <laughs> listener, it's so big. It's so big that it covers two plates. It's long. And some of them <laughs> are <laughs> still going on about <laughs> Lahmacan. <laughs> <laughs> Let me call them. God, I'm, I'm starting to do this game. The thing about Elif, let me stop you right here. Um, no, I the, want to the thing is. And then no, you know you what? Can um, also put smock on it, which is Jesus a really, Christ. really good spice. <laughs> okay, it is, it is clear to me that. And some lahmacuns are really, really soft, but you can now. wrap it really well. It is very <laughs> clear to me that so I should good. never ask people how they are before they've said ever again. <laughs> and, so and many monsters. You have to have it made in the really good oven like it doesn't have to be like it shouldn't be electronic but it has to be open fire oven and you have to <laughs> on the bottom these like you know charcoal a little bit of bubbles at the bottom of the dough and you see it and it smells so I think good Janice, you should cut Elis parts and put it like in a, like a singular in a mono voice no, what's that no um, interaction I <laughs> we should make this special episode about is, this. I, I am gonna edit it perfectly don't worry and it comes so in this like margin. specific brown box that is like not like a pizza box it's a specific size for lahmacun it's thin it's brown and it's rectangular in the long side and um it's someone needs to deliver me out there. of this monologue <laughs> okay so um, there, and the crunching is that's so I guess what so. <laughs> you know what we are eating for dinner. Um, you know what? I, I, I let me quickly say this. I remember playing um, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines video game. Mm-hmm. I think it was Bloodlines, right? The <laughs> one Why are you to connect this? To? It's an RPG. No, no, I'm yes. gonna connect it. Hear me out. Uh, in in the game, you start in an apartment room, and in a, in that apartment room, there is this radio. And on the radio, you can switch channels. And one of those channels is because you're a vampire, you live at night. So late night channels. Uh, there is this channel where a lady is saying suggestive things to the audience. Like, oh, I am in yes. my underwear. That's a, that is exactly what Elif sounded like for that whole Lavajun monologue. Like the, Elif was a late night radio program about making love to a Lavajun. <laughs> I, mean, no, I know exactly what you mean. God damn it. I, I, you know, if you guys want to have that right. kind of a content, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Suggestive love module content. Ex- yes, that's. We should yeah, put it- an explicit uh, <laughs> warning on this episode. <laughs> yes, Co- content warning for love module. <laughs> You will pay for oh, Talk so, yeah. to me. So yeah, delivery apps are, are like this. They give this. Like the, I remember the on our past podcast when we did the delivery apps, it was me, Izal and Elif. Yeah. And 
Maybe there was NS2, I'm not entirely sure. But in the middle of the recording, we started looking at the website of Getir. And in the Getir's <gülüyor> website, there was this insane donor cutting <gülüyor> scene. Oh. <gülüyor> <gülüyor> Abi, next episode, Elif describes how to cut donor. <gülüyor> yeah, I, th- I think this is I, all, all the stuff. Does anybody else have anything they want to add? I was gonna like I was going <gülüyor> out of topic a bit lahmacun. Not like um, I was thinking about just we were talking about it. I remembered Shakespeare's flowers park basket. Yeah, it's a good one. And mm. it was the one of the first examples as well. Like they were. Yeah, it was owned uh, by Yemek. Oh yeah, it was a dealer. I think flowers. I don't think it was owned by Shakespeare. No, no, no! It was totally different, but it, it it happened to. It was completely different. It happened to have similar names, but they were different companies. I mean, why um, it happened to have similar names? You're saying one of them completely aped the name recognition, <laughs> so they can have a kickstart in their stupid knockoff websites. I don't know what they were doing. I wasn't there. My new delivery app, Götür. <laughs> Not Götür. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was our show. That was our show. This is the this is the type of inconcluded part. Yes, the, we, we are finishing with götür. Like that's the. I'm just thinking of götür götür bir mutluluk. <gülüyor> like, I just want to make a promotional clip. Lots of lahmacun raining down, and Elif told me. Oh, you can't. Yeah, No, no, I won't do that. I will make some parts. Uh, what's particle? Oh, uh, gonna do what is hands. that called? No, Basically. no, no, no. Like, what is that called in animation on After Effects? Should I stop uh, recording? Part <laughs> um, we, we should do uh, we the should thing with the, the social yeah. media. Can I so do it? So if you love Lahmacun. <laughs> oh, okay, Enes wants to do it. Go for it. <laughs> I think you have done enough, Elif. <laughs> if you love Lahmacun. And... <laughs> or, or if you suddenly found an arousal for Lahmacun during the episode. Please follow us on social media. Subscribe our YouTube channel. Our We are on TikTok now, Instagram, Blue Sky, or what else? Do we have so much accounts now, and you can just write about lahmacun and how. Like you can send us the lahmacun you made. Yeah. The- oh, let me tell you the story. When I was vegan, I tried to make a vegan lahmacun. <laughs> <laughs>